a Monday morning, and you know what that means, streamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station Love. This is Doz Does Disney. Now I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landed the Doz Dome, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World, and I can't do this by myself. I mean, I thank you, Zoe. That's not who I'm talking about. Uh, I can't do this by myself, so at this point, I'm going to bring on my co-host. Again, not Zoe, my tag team partner. You know her. You love her. You probably do love Zoe. Again, it's not Zoe. Follow her on Twitter. It's Steffers. Uh, her podcast is Adventure with Steffers. Her blog also Adventures with Steffers. It's Steffers! Steffers! Steffers, what's going on? Zoe wants to get in on the opening of the podcast. And I'm like, hi, squeak, hi, squeak, hi, squeak. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a doing. I'm, I'm a, oof, I'm a doing. I'm just uh don't know why I feel compelled, but I was like, let me check my LinkedIn. Let me tell you, all, all the things I follow on LinkedIn are theme park related. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that'll lead to a job in the theme park, right? Uh, you know, a girl can hope, but let's be honest. Well, good on you at least having an active LinkedIn profile. I, for example, haven't even checked my LinkedIn profile in, we'll call it a decade. So. I mean... It, it's the Facebook of the future or something like that. I don't know. It's Is the it? business. I, I'm literally, it looks like Facebook. It acts like Facebook. It's just with a professional twang. Mm. Well, mm. with the way social media is going right now, uh, maybe does does Disney will be uh, heading over to LinkedIn because Twitter just seems like a massive dumpster fire these days. Also, I am on Instagram. Just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah, oh, you I'm posted for the first time in forever or something. Yeah, well, well, I, I said I'm going to be more active on Instagram and Smash. Yeah, okay. Me not being more active on Instagram. So. I was going to say, I'll believe that when I see it. Right, but, you know, if uh, if uh, pee-pee-poo-poo baby Elon Musk continues uh, his, his ways, uh, maybe he will force my hand that I will be more active on the Instagram. But we're not here to talk about uh, social media platforms uh, burning to the ground before our eyes. We're here to talk about Walt Disney World, and we're going to be... Talking about, stop me if you've heard this one before, Walt Disney World getting more expensive and more complicated. Because this past week, Walt Disney World announced that one day, one park tickets will be price based on the theme park you want to visit starting at the beginning of December, particularly the 8th of December. The park-specific price breaks away from the single price for a ticket that was previously good for all four theme parks. The price range for the one-day, one-park tickets starting on December 8th follow as such. Magic Kingdom, on the quote-unquote cheap end, you're looking at $124, and on the high end, now $189 a person. In Epcot, on the cheap end, it's going to be 114 ranging to 179 Disney's Hollywood Studio, on the cheap end, 124 ranging to 179 And then Disney's Animal Kingdom, you're looking at 109 to 159 a person. Disney put out a statement regarding this change. Quote, beginning December 8th, the Walt Disney World Resort will introduce 
park-specific pricing on one-day, one-park tickets. Moving forward, guests will select a date and theme park before purchasing their ticket. When you purchase a one-day ticket for a specific date and theme park, a park reservation will automatically be made at the time of the purchase. This change is only for those who purchase one-day tickets for a specific date and park. Most guests will continue to make theme park reservations. With the new park-specific pricing, Magic Kingdom will be priced at or above other theme parks due to the incredible demand as it remains the most visited theme park in the world, end quote. Um, I do want to point out, this price change does go into effect December 8th. So if you and your party are planning a trip down to Walt Disney World in the future, and you have not purchased your tickets yet, you can still get your tickets at these price at the prices currently implemented before the 8th if you don't want to deal with the new price points coming. But once again, we're seeing Disney making it a little bit more expensive and a little bit more complicated to go down and have fun in the Walt Disney World Resort. Though I do like that if you are buying a one-day park ticket, it's automatically making a park reservation for you because i was gonna say the same thing i was like on the plus side yeah, that, yes 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 <laughs> that is that is literally the silver lining in this dark cloud that has now been cast upon the most magical place on earth in this whole I think, situation i think this also i mean i don't know whether or not this really helps at all but i think in terms of like the price thing it'll help define or give you a better idea of like what they anticipate to be busy like they're pricing epcot cheaper than hollywood studios and then on the lower end like and then if you're looking at your tickets and the prices like if you know it's closer to the 124 or the 114 you know it'll it'll be more on like the not as busy end mm -hmm. or like not as peak i guess is a better way to put it uh, that's really all i got to say about that where it, where if, if you're going to buy your tickets and you see it's like you're, you're looking at 189 for magic kingdom 179 for hollywood studio i think that's you and, christmas week and or or New fall Year's break and spring yeah. break and stuff like that so you and your mind uh-huh yeah yeah you can be rubbing elbows with you know you what else four thousand of your closest friends or whatever this also is probably a put i mean i'm i apologize if this is just coming at me like at first glance but this is probably a push for them to promote like longer stays because this is only for one day tickets so who's to say like how i mean i didn't do the comparison but like how much more is a second day like mm -hmm. wouldn't it just make more sense to add another day i think that that's what they're trying to like promote and get people to do potentially you know because money yeah and, and, spending and I, it. I i do think you are onto something it might in enhance or entice there we go that's the word i'm looking for entice people to add on another day or a third day so they can go check out the other parks instead of just hey we're gonna be in orlando for a day let's head over to magic kingdom i'm sorry we're gonna drop almost close to 200 dollars ahead to get in to magic kingdom i don't know about that but uh that is not the only ticket option that saw a price increase in walt disney world this past week uh even though it is not currently being sold uh annual passes saw a price increase uh this announcement came from scott gustin but you know i mean 
Scott Gustin doesn't just make stuff up. This, uh, these numbers do also come from Disney. Uh, the Pixie Dust Pass, which is the lowest tier of annual passes, is staying put at $399. The Pirate Pass is increasing from $699 to $749. The Sorcerer Pass is increasing from $899 to $969. And then the Increda Pass is uh, increasing from $1,299 to $1,399. Once again, uh, these price changes will take place December 8th, and Disney has not announced when they will begin selling annual passes again. But Scott Gustin did point out Disney made an announcement this week, uh, despite them going on sale in Disneyland for one whole day. They did open the window to buy annual passes at Disneyland and then they were so popular they decided to shut it down 24 hours later Disneyland has said that uh, at least through this year of 2022 they will not repeat not be selling annual passes so at the absolute earliest 2023 is the earliest Disney will think about selling annual passes to Walt Disney World I okay I have some thoughts I mean, first of all, they're not even selling these things. No. Well, with the exception of the Pixie Dust Pass, but... but okay, the- respectfully... Mm-hmm. Respectfully. <laughs> you're getting bottom-of-the-barrel dates. Yes. Like, a lot of restrictions, okay. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Let, we're not even counting it. We're, like, no. I am out of state. You are out of state. Yes. We can only buy the Increda Pass. And we've said this before when they announced the new tiers. And we're going to say it again. There's no way I can afford $1,400 for an annual pass. That's before Because tax. then, that's before tax. And I feel like, I mean, this is just for me. Like, if you do the math and you price it out and you're going to go X amount of times and do all that math... Great deal. But if I'm just going to go one-offs, like a day here, a day there, or mix it in, if it makes it harder to mix in if I'm doing Universal because then I'll feel like I have to get the value. So I find value more in buying the tickets like one-offs or, you know, like two-day tickets or whatever. Well, now with the increase of the one-day tickets, now I feel like I have to do at least two days. That's besides the point. That's a whole nother tangent that I can go on. <laughs> I I get that it's going to increase. That to me is the least surprising. What is the most surprising to me about this article or about this news is that they're not even selling the passes. And I think that that is super disrespectful to the APs of the universe because <laughs> like, like I get it. You need like each year, ever, all the tickets go up in price. Like Universal does it. SeaWorld does it. And I'm pretty sure all the other parks do it. I get that perfectly fine it's to be expected i guess but you're not even selling these passes yeah it's 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 not a great look especially because this news came out at the same time that they they made the change to the one day pass but it also came out pretty much at the same time when they're like oh by the way in disneyland we are going to be selling our annual passes now granted that was for what turned out to be a 24 hour window because I don't know if it was because of the 
popularity that it saw that they're just like, okay, well, we sold out our allotment. We're going to shut it down. But at the same time, like Stephris is pointing out, they're increasing the price on something that they're not currently selling unless you're a current annual pass holder like myself and you have that 30-day window when your annual pass holder is a getting ready to expire or b does expire you have that window to renew your annual pass and i talked about it last year when my ap came up i was put in kind of a tough situation am i am i going to renew my annual pass because i thought it was a very pricey um decision to make back then and i mean it was and now once again in the spring i'm going to be faced with another pricey decision am i now going to be dropping fourteen hundred dollars before tax to renew my annual pass and i mean I, i'm i'm fortunate enough that i do go down to orlando a couple times a year and i stayed out there for a week so like i think numbers wise the time that i do spend down in orlando i do spend at walt disney world the numbers kind of work out to the annual pass does make quote unquote financial sense for me but at the same time i realize i'm in a very unique very fortunate situation and after tax looking at almost 50 probably over 1500 dollars that's that's going to be a very expensive pill to swallow. So, um, uh, and like Steffers pointed out, this is something that is not currently being sold. And like uh, Scott Gustin is reporting, uh, annual sales will remain paused at least until 2023 and an exact date when it will be offered again in 2023 has not been identified though i'll be honest this is the first time that i feel like ap's will be coming back because if i'm being honest part of me has been thinking that disney was just going to phase ap's out altogether like i thought they were very quietly going to just be like okay we're just going to stop talking about ap's and eventually the current annual pass holders will be so frustrated with a the value that they're getting b their uh, people will be frustrated that they can't buy new annual pass hold uh, new passes <laughs> that, that they'll just stop. i i get it i i think i with the other theme parks i don't think that that's a, a thing that they can do like businessy wise i don't think that that's like a thing i will say or i actually had a question when you renew your annual pass do they give you a discount um i actually do think there is a a slight discount as a current annual pass holder um there i would have to look at the transaction my guess is 10 to 20 percent is what my guess would be i just wanted to know if there was one if there wasn't one and you're spending fifteen hundred dollars every year i would have I would have some issues mm -hmm. um, just because like you should be incentivized to renew. It shouldn't just be like a flat thing, which I'm pretty sure they probably discount it. But I, I, I do think there I do think there is a discount. Yes, I would love to be a, a Disney AP. I would love to have like the savings. I would love, you know, I it would be great to to, to you know, do that. It's just not in the cards. I think no, I, I wish they would do some deals maybe for out of state. I don't I mean, what deals when they're increasing the price? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I just um it's unfortunate. It's just really unfortunate the the price increases and 
just it not coinciding with my budget of my wallet. Eh. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. But like I said, um, this is the first time that I've I've thought that okay, annual passes are actually coming back. So that does give me some hope, but. Oh, that that hope comes with a uh, quite the uh, sticker shock, as it turns out. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens when it comes to annual passes, and we will uh, keep you updated as uh, any news breaks on that. Because I know some of y'all have reached out and asked me annual pass questions, and unfortunately, all I can do is kind of just shrug my shoulders and say, "I don't know, I don't know." But we will uh, we will keep you updated when it comes to that. I mean, we could be the West Coast. But but at least the West Coast for for a very brief, very chaotic I would imagine twenty four hours the Magic Keys annual pass uh, they they were available all all four of them uh, the inspired the believe the enchant the imagine keys were available. I mean, and then they weren't. Y- yeah, quote to uh, due to the increased. Uh, no, due to the incredible popularity, that's what that's what they said. Uh, uh, here, here was the uh, Disneyland statement. Due to the incredible popularity of our Magic Key program, we have stopped sales of new passes at this time to help protect the experience for Magic Key holders and their value of those passes provided. Uh, renewals for current Magic Key holders within their renewal window up to 30 days before pass expiration will continue for all available pass types at this time. So, uh, but honestly, with 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 this kind of surprise, oh, by the way, uh, Disneyland APs are now available. Uh, keep an eye out on, on those social platforms that break Disney news, because I mean, we, we do know 2023 at the absolute earliest for when uh, Disney World annual pass holders are gonna be coming back. Disney might just, get up one morning and be like, all right, well, guess what, guys? We're selling APs to Disney World again. Because, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what they did with Disneyland. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess. That's fine. Well, <laughs> I mean, 24 hours is better than nothing, but I know a lot of people that, like, didn't... I mean, people have lives, and they, you know, a lot of people prep for these things, and... Have to save money, because once again, the Incredit Pass is $1,500. So, yeah, I just... Uh... Just, yeah. ugh, is all I gotta say about that. Well said. It's fine. Well said. It, it'll it'll fix itself eventually. I think. I think we'll get back on on the track. I don't know when that'll be. Maybe ten years from now. <laughs> well, you're assuming we're all still alive in ten years, Stephers. I was trying to be positive. Me too. Well, it finally happened. Um, uh, we hope that y'all got your uh, ticket to Mickey's very Merry Christmas party because uh, December 15th was the final date that sold out and that now marks a full sellout for Mickey's very Merry Christmas party in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, while it does look like it is largely the same event that was presented in 2019, you have to remember 2020, was no event because you know the world caught fire and still kind of vaguely smoldering and then in 2021 we had a modified after hours event so surely this year it coming back like we kind of saw with mickey's not so scary there was a demand for this after hours event and even with a 
price bump for this after hours Christmas party um, didn't seem to deter guests all that much. Now, Steffers, you're going to be going down to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in the month of December. Looking very much forward to seeing what you think of the 2022 iteration. But you got your tickets months ago. So you didn't have to worry about it selling out on you. So hopefully the listeners took our advice because we've been saying for weeks, this is going to sell out totally. And lo and behold, here we are on the 21st of November, the week of Thanksgiving, by the way, happy early Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, uh, Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. Totally sold out. Uh, I actually texted Landon. What was or last week? Some, I feel like it was early last week and there were only two days left. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, like, my date that I'm going was already sold out. I've So I bought my tickets back in July, June, July, somewhere around there, because hashtag planner. And, <laughs> yeah, so last week there were two dates, and so now that we're recording this, all, all the dates are sold out. I will say um, I'm excited. I am dressing up, so lit. I'm, ex- I'm even more excited for that. Um I am worried about weights. Like, I'm worried about... Like, crowds are one thing because it's Disney, so you anticipate crowds. I just hope I'm able to ride all the things I want to ride, and I also hope we're able to um, see all the things we want to see. So I follow a creator on TikTok. I honestly, I follow her on every single thing that she has. And she went to Mickey's Very Merry, so I was watching some clips of it. Mostly because I don't anticipate, like, I'm not trying to go in surprised because it's going to be a whole surprising experience because I've never been. But I think I actually want to at least catch a glimpse of the parade. There are just some things that I would like to take part part in, and I just don't know. I, I'm afraid that we won't. So I'm scared for that. It's yeah, fine. that's something uh, you texted me, kind of, uh, kind of asking my experience for uh, Mickey's not so scary because mm-hmm. uh, we went on a night where I thought the crowds were particularly very full. Let's just say, and uh, there was some waiting, but I feel like, with the exception of Seven Dwarfs, we were able to do pretty much everything we wanted to. Uh, Maybe there were a couple character meet and greets we didn't get to do necessarily, but at the same time, I don't know if character meet and greets are going to be something that is a must do for you, Steffers. Um, I think I think you're going to be okay, but I mean, yeah, if you go in with the mindset it's Disney, so there's going to be some waiting. Um, but I yeah, am I just don't want like a it. whole park day. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to wait an hour for something. You know what I mean? I feel like waiting, you know, 20 minutes, 30, depending on what it is, 30 minutes or something is fine. But like I don't. Then I there, think you'll be a fine. Nice balance. I think you'll be fine. Okay. Well, then I'm hopeful. I there are some meet and greets. I do need to look at the list. Um, I I need to look at the list of offerings this year, and I need to kind of prioritize. Um, make somewhat of a plan just to ensure that I'm able to get everything done. I'm not going to try to plan it like per the minute, but I just want to have like a list going in like so I don't forget anything that I wanted to do or want to do. Um, But I'm very excited to go and with this, uh, anyone who goes, we get like a complimentary ornament, which is like a snowflake and on the inside it has the 50th anniversary logo yeah. on it and it says Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So 
your girl loves Christmas and ornaments. I usually, typically, especially trips that I take um, with Jackson, I try to get, like, a new ornament each time. We haven't really done, like, a, a holiday trip. Oh, well, I guess we did one last year, but we haven't, we're not doing one this year, so this would be a nice, like, substitute, since I usually get, like, a custom one from Universal. But now I'll get, like, a cute one with a little snowflake from Disney for my first experience at Vic Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So I think that that's pretty cute. Yeah, I, I I think it's cool, and on on the back it has 2022, so you know. Oh, it does. What, yeah, what what year uh, you got your complimentary <laughs> ornament from? And I think it's cool. It's like uh, I spoke on going to this year's uh, not so scary Halloween party, and they gave you a complimentary like Halloween poster, and you get the complimentary. Uh, bag to get your candy from when you go trick-or-treating and stuff like that so i do think it's cool that you do get a little gift so to speak a complimentary item because i mean um uh, these after hour ticketed events aren't cheap not even a little so it's nice that you're getting some little small trinket some free doodad just for going um but if you are interested in getting your complimentary ornament when you are entering the main entrance of the magic kingdom the ornament will be available at the main street usa bypass and if you're using one of the check-in stations throughout the parks you will receive the complimentary ornament when you receive your party wristband so be sure and ask a cast member to get your free complimentary christmas ornament because it's a cool little uh, little snowflake like stepper said with the uh, 50th anniversary insignia on the inside with mickey's very merry christmas party below it i think it's, I, I think it's pretty cool and you can hang it on your tree and you'll always have that memory i literally now i feel like you when we were recording this uh, a couple months back but uh, i realized that my trip is in a couple weeks and i isn't that a cool feeling? <laughs> I would like to puke. I will say this December, so I know last year, if you guys are new to this show and haven't caught up with all the past episodes, uh, last year, around the time when my trip is, uh, Landon was officiating our wedding and we were doing like a whole wedding thing and we spent like a week between Universal and Disney and it was a lot. And this year, it's also like the same thing. <laughs> and like... I I didn't even plan it that way. It was just like I have to do like a work trip and and I have my own like vacation planned like one after the other. And I should have just said no. But here we are. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be crazy busy for the first half of December, which is really exciting, but also terrifying. And yeah, I would like to puke. And also the first half of December is in like, you know. 10 days at this point. So uh, breathe in, Steffers. Breathe out, Steffers. So, <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's, it's going to be, be okay. May. No, no, it's not going to be May. It's going to be December. Be December. As, a matter, as a matter of fact. As a matter of True. fact. As a matter of fact, while we're as, as a matter of facting, Disney World has officially updated their dining cancellation and no-show policy, which... Um, if you know, you know, there yep. are some workarounds, mm -hmm. but uh, raise your hand if, if you had to pay ten dollars uh, for oh. no show in a dining reservation. Did you yep. really, Landon? We're oh, going yeah. to talk offline about yeah. our workaround uh -huh. here because, yep, you know. yep, mm -hmm. yeah, this uh, guy's as a reminder, ten dollars more than a couple times. <laughs> guests were previously required to cancel a dining reservation at least one day in advance to the, of the reservation date to avoid a ten dollar per person fee. Now, same-day cancellations are allowed as long as the cancellation is more than two hours in advance of the reservation time. 
Uh, here is the statement from Walt Disney World. Uh, there is a two-hour cancellation policy. You must cancel at least two hours prior to the dining reservation time to avoid a $10 per person cancellation fee. If you fail to cancel at least two hours prior, or if you no-show, the credit card provided at the time of reservation will be charged $10 per person. Your credit card will automatically be charged if you no-show, or if you fail to cancel at least two hours prior to the dining reservation time. How many times could they say the same concept <laughs> in the same paragraph? It's fine. No big deal. Um, I will say they're... I there is a workaround for this. I don't know if it's still a thing with this update. Yeah, I'm wondering with this update if they're kind of taking uh taking the workaround out of the equation. Are we talking about how you can modify the reservation and just bump it out to yes, like a that a, a, is a, indeed a, a further date and then like you I don't know it? if that counts. Like I wonder if they won't let you even modify it after the two hour window. I think that's really Ooh, that'd be that'd be dirty for of Disney to do that. But uh that or yeah. that or they caught on that everybody's doing that. So <laughs> I will say though, I will say after the world caught on fire, it's gotten harder to do it to begin with. So I I'm just interested. I'm low-key. I think what I'll do, I'll take one for the team, y'all. I will set a reservation during my trip and we'll see if if that workaround still works. Well, way to take one for the team, and it's uh, you're doing it for show purposes. So be sure, and uh, if you do have to pay ten dollars, save your receipt, and you can send it into uh, Does Does Disney Incorporated, and uh, you will. Still You're gonna reimburse me the ten dollars? Oh, one thousand percent not. No, no, we 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 do not reimburse anything, whether it be business or personal, here on the podcast. That's uh, disrespectful, but, but not surprising. Not, not at all surprising, not at all. <laughs> um, let's move to Epcot. Uh, Tokyo Dining now closed for a lengthy refurbishment. I think my friend just ate there and well, said cowfish uh, was better. So Well, well, it's, it's good if your friend did just go to eat there because uh, starting yesterday, November 20th, Tokyo Dining will be closed for refurbishment. The location is expected to reopen in the summer of 2023. Check back for uh, later details. Um, this is a dining experience I have yet to uh, experience at Epcot. And I got a trip coming up in February. So I think this is uh, one we can go ahead and scratch off the list because uh, Correct. summer of 2023, that is uh, that is quite the uh, lengthy refurbishment for uh, Tokyo dining. But um, um, I will say my friend did say that cowfish sushi is better. So I think hmm. you're, I think you'll be fine. Cause you're, you know, you got that planned already. I do have that planned for my trip in February, as it uh, as it were. And plus, it's like if if you want to get some sushi in Epcot, there are still options uh, in the World Showcase where you can get sushi. You can still get your premium sake. You can get the imported Japanese beer and uh, sake cocktails and specialty drinks as well. So maybe you won't have the sit down uh, dining experience of Tokyo dining where you have uh, the uh, as it's described a dramatic floor to ceiling window windows to overlook the World Showcase Lagoon, which I would imagine would be a really cool place to watch the nighttime show. Uh, you won't have that, but at the same time, if you're wanting to get in on some of the dining experiences uh, you could experience at Tokyo Dining, you are going to still have those options just without the uh, sit-down experience, at least until the summer of 2023. And then uh, 
Some more closure news. Uh, this one kind of caught some people by surprise. Uh, Tower of Terror was dealing with some closures this past week in Disney's Hollywood Studios. But uh, as of yesterday, Sunday, uh, Tower of Terror was back open again at Disney's Hollywood Studios after two days of unexpected downtime. The attraction, uh, as of yesterday, was posting wait times of around three hours as guests flooded back to the attraction after not being able to ride it since Thursday. Thursday evening. Uh, and according to data from thrilldata.com, Tower of Terror did operate for about an hour on November 18th, but then was closed the rest of the day and all day on the 19th. Now, you will remember back in November of 2021, Tower of Terror had a string of difficulties. Uh, and I mean, back in November of 2021, uh, Tower of Terror was cut open for maintenance issues. And then earlier this year in February, Disney took one of the elevator shafts out of service for lengthy maintenance. And that work continued into June of this year when Disney finally opened both sides and returned it to full capacity. And uh, Disney... Uh, I don't know if you saw that Wall Street Journal story talking about how uh, ever since Disney has reopened from... Uh, COVID that uh, a lot of attractions have had increased downtime. Disney has said that's not the case, but data is suggesting otherwise. And Tower of Terror, like we've just laid out since November of last year and all the way up through heck this past week is has been dealing with some downtime and that's that's a bummer because that's one of those, in my opinion, must do attractions in Hollywood Studios and with well and uh, my Disney experience is posting uh three hour wait times I uh, guess in uh Hollywood Studios or uh always MGM if you're of the Dillo variety uh they would happen to agree that uh Tower of Terror is a must do attraction as well is there any attraction three hours you would wait for though I've I've waited two and a half for Hagrid's or at least two for Hagrid's so yes <laughs> Uh, but was it the first time you did it? Yeah, it was. Okay, it was right, right when it opened. It was right when it opened when the world was on fire and uh, like the queue was all the way by Sinbad and you went through Sinbad and it was like a whole thing. Shoo. Uh, was it absolutely worth it? Yes. Uh, now that I've been on it a few times, I will still wait for it, but I will no longer wait two and a half hours for it. Um, See, I, I've yet to do Hagrid, so, so I... I I, I can't answer if I would wait two and a half hours for it, but any attraction I've been on, I don't know if I can say, yeah, sign me up for two and a half, three hours for any attraction. Like even, even Rise of the Resistance. Well, the problem with Tower, Tower is outdoors. I've waited uh -huh. so long. For, yeah. I've waited at least an hour for Tower and it was sweltering. You bake. Disgusting. Yeah, it's not it's not a fun experience. I, the ride is good. I I've learned to love this ride, but like standing out in the heat really just makes me want to cry. And especially on that black asphalt, uh, smack in, that asphalt. Sorry. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, in in that area, it 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 does get painfully hot. Uh, yeah, in that it area. really does. It does. It's fine. We're fine. We've made it through the wilderness. Somehow we made it through woo woo. But uh, but hopefully, hopefully, whatever the issue with a uh, Tower of Terror, it's been dealing with over the over the past week, it can uh, work through the issue and stay up and running. Because, uh, like I said, that's one of the must do attractions, at least in my opinion, in Hollywood Studios. Because I mean, 
the other must-do attractions in Hollywood Studios, they always have quite the wait, too. I already mentioned Rise of the Resistance. Slinky Dog always has a crazy long line as well. Uh, Smuggler's Run, I don't know if I would put in the conversation of must-do attractions, but it, too, always seems to have a really long line as well. So if something like Tower of Terror is, is, isn't running that day, uh, you're going to be looking at even longer lines for for the attractions i mentioned in addition to stuff like mickey and minnie's runaway railway in addition to uh rock and roller coaster with aerosmith so uh even even the beloved muppet vision okay probably not for muppet vision but always go see uh kermit and friends because muppet vision is awesome uh hashtag save the muppets you're awesome I know, I know I'm awesome. But you know what else is awesome? An update to a previous story talking about spending New Year's Eve in the parks. We were talking about a couple episodes ago uh, how Disney is going to let you ring in the New Year spread out across their parks with the exception of Disney's Animal Kingdom because in addition to being a theme park, it's also a zoo and them animals, they need their beauty naps. So Animal Kingdom not staying open for New Year's Eve, but Disney has updated its theme park operating hours for Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and they will stay open later than previously planned. Uh, you might remember Magic Kingdom on December 30th and 31st. Previously, the park was going to be open from 9 a.m. to midnight. Now, the parks on the 30th and 31st of December are going to be open from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. So you can ring in the New Year and then go stand in line for like haunted mansion or something or you can ride the astro orbiter if you want to do that and then in epcot on new year's eve itself uh the park is going to be opened from once again 9 a.m to 1 a.m previously it was just going to be 9 a.m to midnight so you can ring in the new year and then go uh ride spaceship earth yeah because because that's that's that, that's what you want to do after uh Welcoming 2023 and, and, and hoping it's a better year for all of us. Go, go thank the Phoenicians. Um, I literally just read the story and I got very confused and then I like reread it and I understood. Uh, Epcot <laughs> sees adventures experiences say that 10 times really fast is closing in early 2023 for multi month refurbishment. They're really just not hesitating to close these uh, things down. Uh, two Epcot Seas Adventure Tours will be unavailable starting January 13th, 2023, as they close for a multi-month refurbishment with Thin Sea Base at Epcot. Both Dive Quest and Dolphins in Depth will be closed from January 13th, 2023 through mid-March for refurbishment. As of published time, there are no announced refurbishments for other sections of Sea Base or the Seas with Nemo and Friends attraction. And this was posted November 16th. So, um... Didn't this just come back and they're yeah, closing it yeah. again? Uh, particularly uh, the uh, yeah dive quest and uh, dolphins in depth came back pretty recently and it's already going to be going through some refurbishment at the beginning of uh, 2023. But it's only going to be a couple months as opposed to something like Tokyo dining going down until the uh, summer of 2023 but you do still have a little bit of time if you and your family want to do dive quest or uh, go hang out with some dolphins in epcot uh that will be closing january 13th of 2023 so uh something to look forward to or uh plan for rather i guess i should say but uh it does also point out the uh, seas with nemo and friends attraction as of now there are no announcements for refurbishments on that or uh 
the other sections of Seabase. So that looks to still be up and running business as usual. So just those areas, Dive Quest and Dolphins in depth will be down starting on January 13th of next year. Uh, Staffers, that's all the uh, Disney news that I have, but uh, this isn't Disney versus Universal. Here on Daz does Disney, it's Disney and Universal. And I know Universal is getting in the holiday season. Anything we want to talk about over there before I get to uh, the listener question, because this is the Thanksgiving episode of Daz does Disney. I ask the listeners what they're thankful for when it comes to Disney. And I'll even extend it to you. What are you thankful for when it comes to Disney or maybe Universal? I'll think about that. But Universal-wise, the All Hallows Eve Krampus Boutique is now open at Universal Islands of Adventure, which you would think, you oh, know, but, yeah, but, you know, but wrong. It's Christmas. There's some Christmassy themed Krampus vibes. Okay, Krampus I mean, is holding a candy cane and a Santa mask. Okay. Um, Creepy, but cute, you, you, you know. Um, also, the Earl of the Squirrels tree farm has made it to City Walk. If you visited last year, uh, the Mistletoe Pines Village, uh, that is back. It has a cute little red pickup truck with some festive stuffs and then Earl the Squirrel. It is cute. Just That squirrel it. creeps me out. No, Earl the Squirrel meet and greets are also back. So check out the Universal Orlando website. That squirrel does drugs. I'm convinced. <sighs> like, like, like that is one cracked out squirrel. Anyway, eyes uh, also, can see through time. The holiday tribute store is also open. Uh, the rooms, the the room themes are New York Holiday, Wizarding World, Whoville, and Earl's North of the Border. So, uh, so very Canadian festive. Too? <sighs> Anyway, there are very cute uh, photo ops. Oh my gosh, the Whoville room just gives me life. They also have a wax melt of the Grinch, which I'm going to purchase. Um, also, there is a lot of squirrels. Mm. Just, uh, there's just a lot of squirrels. Um, and then, to top it all off, there are two new popcorn buckets at Universal. There is a Grinch one and a minion with a Santa hat holding a snowman. So you got to get your your minions in, right? Sure, sure, <laughs> something like that. Um, you know, it is what it is. It is very cute. Will I buy one? Probably not. I don't think I'll have room in my suitcase with all the things that I already know I'm gonna buy. But you know, you never know what might slip in my suitcase. I like that Grinch head. It's fine. Fine. Um, but that's all the Universal news I have. I will be also going to uh, Universal for the Orlando Informer meetup during my trip. So make sure to stay tuned for info on that because it's lit. Yeah, those are those are always fun. I've only been to one. Looking forward to going back to my second one in 2023. So so that that'll be fun. Once again, not a not a paid endorsement, but OI, we are definitely open to the opportunity. Retweet. <laughs> All right, listeners, what are we thankful for? All right, uh, we got a couple responses. Again, I threw it out there kind of late yesterday. So uh, if you missed out on the opportunity to, to let us know what you're thankful for, get at us on the social media, on Twitter, for now at Daz Does Disney, at Landaz, at It's Steffers. Uh, Kelly got at us saying uh, she's thankful for the magic, seeing the wonder and elation in my toddler's eyes, watching them experience different cultures in the World Showcase as grade school children, seeing them experience the parks on their own is teenagers through all the stages the magic has always been there for us 
Uh, Lewis, uh, Disney Pick-A-Day uh, gets at us. The people I have met along the way and the distraction that Disney has provided over the years. Planning a trip is great, but solving the puzzle of what to do next for a week without any real consequence of failure is the best. And then Donna, we love Donna here on Dawes Does Disney. Donna is thankful for the man himself. Donna is thankful for Walt Disney. All great answers. Thank you all for getting at us on Twitter at Dawes Does Disney. Let us know what you are thankful for when it comes to Walt Disney. Uh, Steffers, you want to let us know what you're thankful for when it comes to Disney. But since it is you, you can also throw in some universal love as well. I am thankful for Figment, the People Mover, and E.T. Oh, and Seuss Landing. Seuss Landing, okay. Okay, I don't know why y'all are Seuss Landing haters. <laughs> but, yes. And Seuss Landing. Oh, I guess Mulan, because she technically makes an appearance in the park. I don't know if we're, like, expanding to movies. Um, literally anything on my shelves. That's what I'm thankful for. But mostly those top three. Okay. Oh, and right. the mummy. Oh, and Hagrid's. Okay. And MIB, but mostly okay. just E.T. Okay, all right. <laughs> all great answers, Steffers. Thank you. Thank you. I try. What are you thankful for, Landon? Um, other than me. I'm well, yes, other than Steffers, which we're all thankful for. Uh, I'm going to echo a lot of what our listeners said. I'm, I'm thankful for the people that, that I've uh, I've met through this uh, crazy podcasting uh diz twitter community that uh, that we've made through uh through the monorail family through dillo's diz through steffer's podcast and through this podcast i mean like there's like like po uh, peeking behind the scenes there's been a lot of uh teeth grinding and banging my head against the wall and it, and i always come back to the answer it's like 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 y'all are the reason that i keep doing this so so i'm i'm thankful for 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 y'all and uh uh kind of what kelly said the the magic uh that disney brings and and we've openly asked the question is disney losing some of that magic in some weeks yeah i'll be honest some 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 weeks it is hard to uh talk about disney with that magical feel that that, that i think we all want to associate with disney but most of the time it is still there and and i'm thankful for that and just that escapism when when you are walking into the main entrance of of the magic kingdom you're like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna leave all the troubles of the world at the at, at the gate when i scan in I'll, they'll they'll be there for me to pick up on my way out but for a few hours i'm gonna i'm gonna have a dole whip i'm gonna go ride the jungle cruise i'm gonna go see uh some 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 pirates and i'm gonna ride a uh, big thunder mountain and, and i'm just gonna have fun or, or, you know, do whatever I'm going to do in the park. I'm thankful for that. Um, uh, and I'm thankful for Figment and, and the People Mover. And uh, I'm thankful for the Jurassic Park ride. Yeah, that thing's awesome. And I'm thankful for the cast members and team members, too. I know, I know we always say thank a cast member, thank a team member, but but they really are awesome. They 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 don't get paid enough and they have to put up with way too much crap, but uh but but I'm I'm thankful for them as well. Because uh without them, uh everything that Disney and Universal has going on, none of it really can happen. So uh so if you are a current or former cast member or team member, thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything you do or everything you did. Y'all rock. Yeah, so uh, that's what I'm thankful for. We love the thankful Landon. Aw. Something like that. Yeah. 
Something like Something that. Well, like well, I appreciate that. And that feels like a podcast. Steffers, before we hit the door, let the people know where they can uh, find you, at least for now, before uh, Elon Musk blows Twitter up. Um, well, I don't really use Twitter, so good for that you. Doesn't really affect me very much <laughs> at all. Um, but my Twitter still works, so we're fine. You can tweet at me, DM me, whatever at it's stuffers i t s s t e p h e r s. You can uh, better follow me at in- on Instagram or TikTok. I don't know what at is. Uh, Adventures with stuffers on both Instagram and TikTok. So go holla at your girl over there. Uh, YouTube. Adventures with Stuffers on YouTube. Highly would uh, love a sub. And Adventures with Stuffers podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And AdventuresWithStuffers.com. You're, uh, you're all, all the Stuffers things. Period. Yeah. All the Stuffers things. Period. Uh, follow me on Twitter. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan, I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me for now, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also do have an Instagram, at DazDazDisney, and uh, who knows, maybe that will possibly be more active, we'll see. Uh, I also run a website, ButtMunchChips.com, ButtMunchChips. Sit on your butt, munch. Etc. Etc. That's where you can find uh, stuff I did in my college radio days, uh... Interviews with the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Venture Brothers, uh, fun stuff like that. Um, uh, I also appear on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. Uh, doing a little uh, housekeeping. Uh, we will be on next Monday with a new episode uh, for y'all to... Uh, I guess get back to the grind after Thanksgiving. Hopefully y'all will be able to spend Thanksgiving um, with with those you love. You have a good Thanksgiving this week. Hopefully you get a couple days off of work. Uh, if you don't, thanks for uh, you know doing the whole Black Friday retail thing. I did that one point in my life. Uh, it's not fun, so you do have my respect. We will be uh, having a new episode next week. Uh, then week after in the month of December, everybody's scheduled it's kind of wonky so we'll uh, we'll be playing it by ear piecing it week by week so uh, just uh, come back next week and we will talk more about schedules because you know every like i said everybody's schedule in the month of december gets a little weird so uh steffers i know we're going to be talking through text but i want to take this opportunity to wish you a happy thanksgiving and i love you baby oh yes happy thanksgiving to you and to all of our viewers also i just wanted to say that uh make sure to check on your friends and loved ones during the holidays because if you didn't listen to my last episode of adventures with stuffers um holidays can be hard for many people including myself so like a checking in is something just to let them know that they're on your mind is something that i recommend everyone doing great advice and uh you've been killed the last couple weeks on your uh on your podcast takes you uh, know. take some uh, stones to, to talk about real life stuff so uh, bravo steppers thanks it was hard but necessary mm-hmm. sometimes necessary to have real life conversations so good job steppers thanks all right well uh y'all have a wonderful thanksgiving uh stay safe if you're traveling eat pie uh, eat oh eat all the pie eat turkey eat mashed potatoes um uh get uncomfortably full fall asleep on the couch 
watch the Lions lose a football game because, you know, that's that's what you do on Thanksgiving. You watch the Lions lose. But uh, also, uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Um, uh, Disney and Universal, pay your cast members and pay your team members a living wage. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, we love coming down to your parks. Some of us even tolerate spending all of our money at your parks, especially with the uh, annual passes and all that jazz. Uh, but without them, none of what you have going on happens. So treat them and pay them like the rock stars that they are. And uh, be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their lives. And you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture can go and cost you nothing to be nice. So be nice. Be decent to each other. Be decent to yourself. Take care of yourself. I'm not I'm not talking just physically, I'm talking mentally too, because your mental health just as important, sometimes more so than your physical health too. So for my friend Steffers, my name is Landon Doe. I want you to have a great Thanksgiving. I want you to have a safe Thanksgiving. And I want you to breathe and have a little bit of fun. Because you've been great and we've been does does. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Well, okay then. All right, I I, I appreciate the uh, minimal effort. Uh, that is no minimal uh, effort would have been me throwing on the sweater. So I had two options. I was like, do I do I put it, put it? I don't. We settled. Okay. Well, uh, well, settling is always an option, and and I appreciate that. <laughs> what else do you put in Ziplocs? Um, food. Oh, crap. I forgot to put my pizza in a Ziploc bag last night. I just put it in the fridge, so it's probably dried out at this point. Oh, well. Spray some, put some olive oil on it and shove it back in. Now, if there's pepperoni, stick some pepperoni in it. It'll grease it back up. I'm a single dude. I don't have olive oil. That literally, what? Do I have olive oil? I'm going to rewind that statement back a sentence. What? I'm a single dude. I don't have olive oil. Wait, no, I'm not a single dude. That's <laughs> why so I was like, can we rewind? <laughs> Wait single, a minute. Like yeah. in your house, maybe. But yes, in like, my house. I'm a single dude. I... Yeah, yeah. If Lindsay hears that, she's going to be furious and also confused. Also, literally I'm confused. me. <laughs> and Steppers is confused. Zoe is probably also confused. Oh man, that, my brain hurts already this morning. That's fine. That's going to be the weirdest secret sound, and that's going to be a secret sound that's going to get me a phone call, guaranteed. Mm. <laughs> Money back guarantee. Get in the season, damn it! And then, and then, because I am toxic, but like I wanted a new tree. Oh, so 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 y'all got a new tree last week. I got a new tree, and then I also got like outdoor, like I got a cool Mickey projector thing for like our door. It'll do red and white Mickey heads projected oh, on cool. our door, and I also got like a cute penguin that sits outside. So like, it wasn't necessary, but it was necessary. <laughs> and then me and Angie are like making plans for the trip, and we were like, she was like, "Do you want to go to the Gaylord Palms to that ice exhibit? It's Grinch theme this year." And I was like, of course I want to go. I mean, I'm racking up miles. It's fine. Exactly. You're getting miles, Steffers. So, you know, you need those miles. Get those miles. But the credit card balance is not 
but you got miles still being written so clearly i can't read them yet but she's like doing like a uh what's it called um crossover Crossover. thank god (laughs) yeah you were you were doing an x sign with your hand so it's like okay so she's either telling me to degeneration x suck it or it's a crossover probably both you know there's there's a lot of stuff i can do well heck there's even a couple things i can do very well But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic Morning Monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I just always wanted to say that.